This special episode was recorded April 20th, 2022 at Sonic Ranch in Tornillo, Texas, during the recording of our fourth album, Sonic Ranch. We're good to go, okay. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowing. I'm the Booger Hat Bopper. I'm sitting here in, I'm sitting here live, we are live, we're coming for you, we, we are live today. We are in, right outside of... El Paso, Texas, and my folks, this is a big deal for me. I am here on in the studio with one of my favorite bands, Mike. Two guests today, uh, you know, don't mess with Texas and don't mess with a big purple P. And we're talking to <laughs> JD Jeff Dutton. Yo 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 yo. Jeff or D has got the yo-yos today. All right, and passing it over to the man on <laughs> his left, uh, my right, his left on the couch. Ooh, that's a nice couch you got there. We got Tim the K-Man Calpacus. Tim, how do you keep that guitar so funky? Uh, well, you know, I play a lot of uh, seventh chords and minor seventh chords. Jeff or D. I didn't know that was the nickname. Oh, it is now. Jeopardy. Like, yeah, it's Jeopardy. It's kind of like Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah. Hey, Jeopardy puts you in Jeopardy. Yeah. If you don't know Jeopardy, your yeah. life's in Jeopardy. Hey, Purple P, do you have a twin by any chance? That would be a, that would be a double Jeopardy. Yes, and he's fun to hang out with. <laughs> hey, wait, Great wait. improv skills. Yes, thank and you. Don't sell yourself yeah. short. You are a fun time. I, I've heard. I've heard. I have heard. <laughs> I, like, I like that. And he's fun to hang out with. That added a lot to it. He's fun to, he's fun to hang out with. So I am with you guys here in Tornillo, Tornillo, Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're outside of El Paso. Wait, what yeah. happened to Big Hand Bobber? Uh, he's now in, he's in interview mode. Ah, okay. He's interviewing he's a band. Good. He's good. One of his favorite bands. Um, we're on the Sonic Ranch. Sonic Ranch. We're cr- we're creating an album this week, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a secret at this at time of recording. Nobody mm-hmm. knows. This Nobody is a knows. time capsule for the slobheads of the future. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you hear this, the album will have been out. Yeah. Grammy votes will have been placed. Sure. By us. We'll also be alive. Knock on wood. Knock on. Yeah. We should have put this album out. I mean, this episode out earlier, so the. Grammy voters could have heard it and cast their ballots the way we need them to. When, do, when is when is Grammy voting? Huh? When? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's all out of like these years. Also, yeah. we don't even know when this album's coming out. That's true. Yeah, in this moment, we don't know jack shit. TBD. Right. All we can do is assume it's platinum. Yeah. We hope triple platinum, but right. we don't want to be greedy. We can make. We can only make uh, references that we know of today is four twenty. Cheech and Chong's birthday, mm-hmm. and it is that's what's happening out here. But now, Purple P, you didn't get any weed in your, in your lungs, did you? In your lungs, no. Did you nope. chew any in, uh, into your stomach? Edibles, no. Hmm. No weed for us out here. I think we are all too tired to be. Yeah, doing we just weed. filled up on Mexican Food. Japanese <laughs> fusion. Yeah, We're, yeah. This is kind of one of these sluggish post meal. Bl- Blowouts. Let's yeah. let's shout out the restaurant El Charlatan. Delicious, fantastic. God yeah. Damn, we had some of the best. I had this one taco that was fried chicken covered in that dark black mole. You know. Yep. It was like eating. Well, lava. you and I, you and I both got the taco flight mm-hmm. when we found out you could get one of each of the four. Tacos. I wasted a lot of time, like really belly aching over what I was going to order, and yeah. then when the waiter said you could do a flight, I was well, like, "Well, there you go. There you go. Well, there you go." <laughs> I did when he said flight. Tim was sitting next to me. I did hear you say. Oh, this changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was one of those game change moments. You see your life before and after. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of those where you're like, there was a swinging door or a sliding was, door situation. There was yeah. sort of a loss of innocence for oh, me. Also, and, uh, you know, they gave us sort of like the white glove tour through that 
cuisine. We had some apps. We had some desserts. We all shared some food. We had some like, cold ice pops to go. Mm-hmm. Prickly pear watermelon. Basically had two dinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been sort of the theme out here. We, I uh, did two lunches yesterday. Yeah. And they were like right back to back, not <laughs> hours apart. We all double dinner. Kind of doubled up. Yeah. We yeah, so we're on the Sonic Ranch. It's uh, somewhat world famous. But people know about this place. Yep. They want Anybody who's anyone. I'm going to Google the list. Will you guys vamp? Okay. Sure. Oh boy. Well, this is what my strongs do too. So I can <laughs> really just keep going. All I got to do is <laughs> chit chat and talk with Jeff. Oh I know Jeff for years. I should God. come up with something to say to Jeff. I should be able to say something. Uh, yeah. So 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 tell Jeff. Why, why do they call you the big purple bee? <laughs> oh. oh no. This so no, this place. Sonic Ranch. It's because of his hair color. It's always changing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always changing. Oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, this place is very cool. It's a it's, it's like a, a ranch. Ch- it's a pecan farm. It's a pecan farm outside of what are we at? about an hour out of El Paso, and uh, it's got five studios and different. We're in a big studio. There's smaller ones. There's a big, huge orchestra room about a mile away. But people, you stay on the ranch. We've been living here for the week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, they, they make cook us for you. you they s- make us food in the kitchen. We go up and it's the, amazing. We meet the other bands and talk about like what they're up to and family. I had a long banquet table like we're living in some chateau. Yeah. You know, it's yep. amazing. And then communal we, atmosphere. And then when that dining room's full, there's another dining room behind the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And when you, and when your stomach's full, there's another lunch still you're gonna eat. <laughs> it's true. Okay, I have a list of artists who have. Uh, Recorded at the Sonic Ranch, where we are currently sitting. Hit me. I'm gonna. Ooh, I'm, I'm gonna guess Cheryl Crow. I'm gonna say an artist. You uh, you say real or fake after I say them. Okay. Oh, sure. You're reading off the list. I'm gonna read off the list, but I'm also gonna throw in some. And oh, you, I like. You're that. saying if they really recorded here or if if they didn't really record. Okay. Here. And sure. and when you're doing the fake ones, still put your eyes on the list. So you it sell looks, it. So, yeah. Sell it. Yeah, because if I look up and I kind of rub my chin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm, the uh, oh, ceiling boys. Okay. Uh, Fiona Apple. Yes. yes. Stinky big butt. <laughs> mm, hold on, don't answer too fast, Mike. Yeah, well, he didn't. He didn't. Mm. La- well, he also didn't say Fiona Apple, yes or no. Uh, well, we've when he says the name, we assume that he means yes or no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say no on Stinky Butt and the Big Boys. Was it? <laughs> it was Stinky Big Butt. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Hey, listen to the acoustics in this room. Stinky Big Butt. Pretty good. <laughs> See, that's why the Beatles made all their albums. That's what you here. get here at the ranch. Yeah. Okay. Animal Collective. Yes. Yes. Band of Horses. No. Yes. Yes. Beach House. No. Yes. Yes. Yes? Big Thief. I think if he's reading, yeah, I think these are all yes. If he's just reading them. Just name the hits. Bonnie Vare. Hey. Yes. Teeny Weeny Peeny Boy. <laughs> well, three at... of them just recorded here, but keep yeah. going. <laughs> hey, watch yourself. <laughs> um... Okay, we got the fucking yeah yeah yeahs, baby. Yep. Ooh, um, uh, the same group who I went to one of their concerts was gonna get beaten up by somebody in the front row. Now I had the time of my life. We, this is two thousand five, two thousand four. Fresh to L.A. Uh, interning in L.A., living at the Oakwood Apartments on Barham Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to the Fonda. It's rare you get to see a band in their moment, right? This was this was my. Current favorite band. Not for cool people. Keep going. You know, people cooler than me. I thought I thought you were saying that yeah, yeah, weren't cool, and I no, was going to no, choke no, no. you out. A lot of people see we should, bands in their yeah. moment. After this recording, we should call up the Fonda and say, "Hey, of the moment, that's us. That's us." And Let us know like, when we show. Well, up. you guys were the scared of that one guy at the yeah, yeah. No, we so were. We go, we, I was, <laughs> and I had every right to be. This guy in a weird hat kept looking at me. Weird hat. Okay, oh, yeah, I thought yeah. he had weird hair. 
No, the hat. He was wearing like a big furry, like a uh, Russian style hat well, with, the, with the ear flaps down. Well, like that that's funny because so you described that to me, and my mental image <laughs> knew there was a bunch of fur on his head, but I I created a guy. Like I can picture this. You told me about him <laughs> seventeen years ago or whatever that is. I'm picturing like the same thing I pictured. No, that's not that many years ago. Jesus Christ. Less than that. Anyway, I had the, the time of my life at that show, but we split up for a little bit. So at the end, I was like, oh, my God, wasn't it great with this? And he was like, we got to get out of here. Go. No, I wasn't. Well, this still, I, I didn't, we didn't have to get out of there. It was just in the moment when I was right. Because I got close to the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Did you step <laughs> on his toes? I stepped on something. I stepped on a nerve with this guy. <laughs> I bet he was on drugs. I bet I bet he... But he had it out for the hand, man. He kept turning around to look at me and sneer. And you kept singing, don't turn around. <laughs> yeah. Why was he sneering? I don't know. He sneered right at me. Um, oh, I'm still going through the list. Oh, shit. Um, and you're probably thinking it's... A, it's Tim, is this list alphabetical? No. Is it accurate? Well, you, well, you probably thought Fiona Apple, her last name starts with A. Yeah. But that's not how they do it on Wikipedia. Okay, Sublime with Rome. Okay. We're talking fucking, uh, hold on to your butts for this one. Jenny Lewis, ever hear of her? Yeah, cool. Come on now. What was um, the TV show she was on as a kid? Um, a Nickelodeon one? Pete was, and Pete, no. She was What's Pete young, Pete? No. Uh, hey, dude. Hmm. I'm looking it up. Jenny Lewis. Well, uh, I know one of the yeah. bullies from Boy Meets World was in Rilo Kylie. Okay, I'm on Jenny. This is a big Wikipedia. Maybe she was in a movie. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. she's in something. Stage Um, and screen. Troop Beverly Hills. That's not what I'm thinking. The Wizard. Yeah, Mm, that's one. Brooklyn Bridge. Rabbit fur coat. No, that's her album. You've seen The Wizard, yes? Oh sure. You know at the end when uh, they're like, "Oh, now you get to play Super Mario 3." Yeah, and he gets the whistle. And actually, I think this is Jenny Lewis. Yeah, I think this is Jenny Lewis's line. While the kid's playing California, that kid. Well, he's playing the game. She's like, get the warp whistle. And I remember watching it with my brother. And we were like, how the hell would she know there's a warp whistle? <laughs> this game just Hampered came out. Him right there and with it's you. a hidden prize in the game. God damn. That was promotion, by the way. I know. Those are the, the types glove. of like um, Corporate shit. story holes in like screenplays. I never I never put that in my scripts. Yeah. Holes uh, some, like that. If, yeah. If I'm, I've seen you write before, and if he's writing even a sketch, a five-page five sketch, he'll be writing. If there's a writes a plot hole, he'll tear it up. He'll print yeah. it out and tear it up. Oh, yeah, like a plot hole in my sketch. It's like, mm, fat chef. Mm, no, this uh, there's a plot hole. No, you know. Fat chef takes a small bite of a cracker. Nope. Well, that's done. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work. Print it, trash it. The audience wouldn't stand for that. Well, you know who else is uh, here with us today? I think we probably talk about this. We're sitting there eating dinner the other night, and this guy's talking to us. He's telling some great stories, and I'm putting it together. Who is this guy? He sounds familiar, and he's got uh, some some confidence and bravado as if like he's a known guy. It's uh, Chris Robinson from the Counting Crows. Unbelievable. He's yeah. producing one of the bands here. Black Crows, though. But yeah. yeah, Black Crows. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure even gets, more appropriate for Chris Robinson to be I mean, you get two Crows bands in the same couple of years. Yeah. That's got to happen. Two 90s Crows bands. Cheryl Crow, she's um, in the mix. Chris Robinson, did you guys, were you able to place him right away at dinner? Because I, I was recognizing him and I thought, you know what? That's the one of the brothers, but I thought it was the other, the other brother, brother, Rob, Robbie. He he said something like he's like, you know, when we 
were out with the crows or something like that. I was like, yeah, of course that's who this is. Yeah. You said that to him. Yes, of course that's who you are. <laughs> he's a super nice guy. He's great. He's full of stories, friendly. Yeah, very You gotta nice love guy. him. Maybe we should go on the road with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, hey, let me think. Hey, let me think. Did we you guys a... know that I was an Otis Redding yes. cover? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know such things, Tim. Mm. No, I'm surprised we got the big hand bopper out on the road. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's tough to get him out here. Well, he's afraid of hotel rooms, though, not, hotel. not ranches. Yeah, ranches that have... Not uh, pecan farms. <laughs> Pecans are great, by the way. And the tr- uh, secret we learned... Cold. Fro- frozen. Freeze your pecans. Freeze them. They taste great. Wait, did we say that, that the Sonic Ranch is located on a pecan farm? We said... God, I hope so. It is. So... There's that. <laughs> so there's that. There's that for you. If you're wondering what's powering the very microphones we're speaking into, it's pecan money, folks. It's a very homey place. There's a cat that hangs out in front of my uh, door to my sure room. several. And on on the walk over here, yeah, saw a toad. You did? Mm-hmm. I almost stepped on. Him, thought it was a rock. Yeah, a, move, a hopping rock. What the? Hey, that's not a. <laughs> this rat. This uh, cat. Sits right on my little doormat, getting into my room. So I've been almost stepping on it at night, and it'll scoot out of the way. I like you know the cats walk in and then I, I noticed the vibe of this place, especially the room we go to uh, to eat and stuff. It reminded me of that movie uh, "Call Me by Your Name," where that that big Italian house, like the doors and windows are open, yeah. and the sound design is so great. It's kind of breezy and flowy. Mm. I get that kind of vibe when I'm walking. You know, it's like. There, there's the doors are open. The cats are walking through. There's a peanut wind blowing right through. Yeah. I'm adding a little wind too. Some <laughs> <laughs> of that extra wind, look out, <laughs> blowing people's hair back. But uh, the guy who runs the place, Tony, he sort of has this philosophy: like you create better art if you don't have to worry about this aspect to your life, that aspect to your yeah. life. So, how long has this been active, Robert? Off camera. Three decades, 30 years Damn, of Sonic Ranch. And uh, and he determined, like, he wanted this camp atmosphere. So you don't have to worry about where you're sleeping, how you're getting there, what you're eating, your laundry. Yeah. And you can just focus on the ones and zeros. It's Where's the staff? I came back to my room today. They had made my bed. They'd make the bed every day. Did my laundry. Yeah. They came back to my room. They had heard that I was like kind of being bad. They came to my room and spanked me. <laughs> and I needed the discipline. Yeah, they the take yeah. care of everything. <laughs> they made sure. They came up to me uh, after after lunch today and said, you know, we heard you were having a tough time with that guitar solo, a very short solo. I said, yeah, it took me a few times. They said, don't worry about it. You got it. You got this, dude. Yeah. Now, that this. solo... We've never never met anyone like you. <laughs> we can't you wait till you learn your minds. You're one in a million. We love you. You're, you're beta stardust, man, and you're going far. <laughs> you ever leave, we'll fucking kill ourselves. <laughs> There was a guy today, I'm not exactly sure who he was, and none of us really talked, and we kind of were coming in from outside, and there was a guy, I think, who either works here or works with the place, quietly doing something, and as he left, <laughs> the engineer said, okay, bye, uh, Marco, and he goes, okay, see ya. Oh, and uh, guys, you sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just close the door behind me. Parting words, parting shot. Truly haven't He's seen a joke land that hard in quite a while. We yeah. all laughed our asses off for five minutes. He must get a lot of mileage out of that joke here because that's really funny. I'm going to start using that. Jesus it's also Christ. like, you know, so many bands come through here. I bet he's like, yeah, this is no different than that band or this band. Who cares? Now, it matters to us. You now, now I want to talk about where we are in this process right now. Okay? Yeah. So, we're, so we're sitting in the very room where we're recording. Mm-hmm. We're midweek. 
so you know people listening at home are like oh you mean that that platinum album hadn't even really fully been created yet you know right no it's but crazy. there's some platinum songs on it that's for sure that's for damn sure singles are are probably all over dancing all over the charts yep. and we got here on sunday and the plan was to stay a week sunday to sunday yeah today is tuesday night correct wednesday night wednesday but night I, but i have to remind myself I, it's it's uh you feel like you're in your own planet. Also helps that it's interesting time zone. We're on mountain time. Phone's kind of switching back and forth because we're kind of right we're on the right line. on the yeah. border of the. There's only zone. two counties in Texas that are mountain time. <laughs> but we've uh, uh, we've got Mark producing the album. We got our friend Robert rolling dock footage as we speak, mm-hmm. and we are. How do you feel about your performance as a rock star so far? Do you think you're coming through? Mike, you played a beautiful solo today. How'd you feel about it? Thank you. Uh, I felt good about it. You know, this has been a learning process for me, just how the music works. Like when we had done, the three of us had done the albums, we know each other's shorthand and stuff. But when you're with like professional people, you got to have answers for things and not just like, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, well, we know what you're talking about. We can Mm -hmm. help you out. But today I was sitting next to the engineer, you know, we're trying to get... uh, He's putting my um, the piano part I did into the the grid the grid so it's like on the beat and moving stuff around and I was just it was just him and I and everyone kind of was awake because not everyone had to be there and at one point I was like man Gabe I got to tell you I don't know what I'm talking about here I don't I'm trying to tell you this one thing I just can't and I'm like pointing at the yeah, screen with you Gabe I don't I just don't know what to say here <laughs> Gabe you gotta help you me simply have to do that if you're faking it. It's like what you bring to the table is not going to be your knowledge of uh, the grid. Uh, no. And you have to, I remember hearing in the. A cruel mistress, the grid, by the way. <laughs> the the dumb and dumber commentary or something. Um, uh, yeah, the Farrelly brothers are saying. Who's the, who's the direct one? Peter. Yeah. Peter Farrelly was directing his first movie. So he told the, he had a meeting with the, the, uh, uh, AD and the DP. And he was like, guys, I'm going to lean on you. With all my might, because I have a vision for this movie, and I don't know how to make... I don't Ah. know the process. You guys are great at your jobs. I'm going to trust you to do your jobs, and I'm going to lean on you. And and he said that was really good, because then he could focus on what he was good at, which in that case was getting maybe one of the funniest movies ever made, Mm -hmm. made, right? And getting those performances and stuff. So I, I feel like it, like day one in a writer's job, I got to make a buffoon out of myself. And I felt like day one here, I think, I think we made it very clear to uh, Gabe and Ram, uh, our engineers, that, look, we're not gear guys. We'll never be gear guys. We are stupid, <laughs> and we're fine with that, and we're comfortable with our stupidity. This mm-hmm. whole fake it till you make it thing is not... Don't fake it. Don't fake you it. You walk in, I don't know anything, don't but I'm here. Don't fake it, just make it. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. If you faked it, you did not make it, because mm-hmm. you faked it, and you suck. <laughs> Now, um, our producer, Money Mark, of Beastie Boys fame and all the hits of Countless the world. Countless others. Countless others. Secret weapon, back I dare you to count them. Just played with Hot Chip the day before, uh, Coachella the day before he came out here. Yeah. Crazy. Um, he met uh, Mick Jagger one time, and Mick Jagger said, you got to have this, this, and this. He pointed now, to- Now, Tim, when you say this, this, and this for the podcast leave audience- Leave it. No, leave it. They know. <laughs> they get it. The way that I inflected the three, they're like- it probably means brain, heart, and dick. Yep, that's what he said. You gotta have the head. You gotta have the heart. You gotta have the crotch. Mick Jagger. Yeah, I think crotch was the balls. You think right, or or is like sex appeal? I think he actually pointed the space between the two balls, just kind of like scrotum hammock area. <laughs> 
scrotal. Uh, Sometimes there's kind of like a, a line yeah, right yeah, there. Turkey neck sort of area. Scrotal epidermis. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have that. Gotta have I mean, if, I mean, Mick would know he's platinum. But that was like that was Mick's like parting shot. They said they they Mark said they played piano together for five minutes. Mick got pulled away, and then he said something like, "You gotta have this, this, and this." Mm-hmm. That's a good uh. One for the road, you know? Yeah. One more for the road. Do we have this, this, and this? Well, we got this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> we got two around the back. I got... Uh, <laughs> butt cheeks. <laughs> butt cheeks. We both have two butt cheeks. Does that help? We both. Oh, all three of us do. I'll chime in on that. Um, so how, what do we got in the bank? We have one, two, three, four songs that exist in some state. Let's say their mm-hmm. names. Say their names. <laughs> uh, 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 give it time. Uh-huh. King Bitch. Mm-hmm. Gardens of Gomorrah. Yes. The movies. Yeah, that- I think we're calling that the movies. Uh, we'll see. You know, it's, yeah, I, I, it takes me a what second. What did you call it? I've or- been just calling it Marvel movie just because that's what the lyrics are. But uh, as we're th- as I was thinking of these. Oh, wait, no, it shouldn't be movies, plural. You're going to make one movie. The movie. Make, making a movie or something like that? Yeah, I'm making a movie. I think I'm it was the five. We don't yeah. have to decide now. No, we don't. But, no, but that still be cool for the people of the future being like, look, dude, oh, oh Marvel that, movie was almost called Making a Movie? That song? Oh, my God. Oh, I hate that song. <laughs> this one fucking sucks. That's the skip I track. I could have actually probably liked it if it was named differently. Interesting. <laughs> they named all the skippable tracks. <laughs> oh, shit. Cool. Uh, does not bode well. Dude, uh, this is what the first album every track is skippable oh wow <laughs> all skipper no hey flipper it's no consistent flipper. uh this is the second album that we've had to deal with uh the click the click track right mm-hmm. no, albums one and the, two the dreaded click albums one and two no click basically it's impossible to play to a click track i don't know anyone can do it <laughs> here's what i tried learned. on every instrument it hasn't, I, it hasn't banned out for us I the the I I've definitely struggled playing to a click, but my secret is to crank the click so loud in your cans. It's just like kicking you and, in the head. And then crank the master like as loud as you can take. So it's like smashing your head. But I'm playing guitar and that's kind of easy. Drums to a click. But I yeah, can't. The I, guitar I, or bass, I, I there's some some wiggle room on there. Why though. is it so much harder to play to a click than other people? Like, I feel like I could play to, if you put on the radio, I could play to that radio song easier than I could play to a Well, click. that's what we've done, yeah. actually. When we really had to get something uh, metronomed out, we've, instead of a click, we dragged like a beat in there, a drum beat, and then yeah. played to a drum. Maybe we should try that here. You know what it is, is I think, if, you're only, if you only have quarter notes and all you got is a click, the time between each quarter note can actually... Yeah. Fuck you up. Whereas if you have a bunch of uh, 16th information in there, it, it kind of keeps you more on track, more wedded to the click. But um it's been a good process. The Any what anything been... uh if I could uh, jump back in the host seat just for a second. Uh <laughs> is there anything that what what uh I'll start with a uh, purple pea. Uh Jeff, um you know, in this process you never really worked in a professional setting, uh recording setting. What is something that you found surprising? What blew your hair back and made you say, I got it, Tim. Wow. What has been surprising wow. to you? Tim is really Yeah, what if Tim's uh, worked at this this week? What are your highlights and lowlights of Tim's performances? I'll, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what the most surprising thing was, and I was going to come up with a joke answer, but this is an actual one. Good. Oh, man, I was in the mood to laugh. Well, I'm in the mood to laugh. 
We had a song. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I'm in the mood to laugh. <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. Before we get to your thought, Jeff, because I do want to hear it. I know you have something great to say. <laughs> Where did he's this... fucking phony, don't you think? I came in. No, no, I, I'm, yeah, I'm so fucking... looking forward to it, and I really want to give you the space and opportunity to speak because I really value what your opinion and what you have to say. But uh, what was the th- I was saying this the other day. Was it with you guys? Uh, I'm in the mood for lunch simply because I'm hungry. Oh, that's good. That is good. I forget where I was doing that, but lay it down, man. Where you did it? Was it with you guys? Is what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck. Okay, put it on the track. Simply because I'm hungry. Track it. Um, it What did they say? They said something where they were like, "Do you want to? You want to cut it?" We were, we were jamming on something. They were like, do you want to cut it? And we were yeah. like, no, we want to keep it. And they were like, no, uh, Mike, that means fucking record it. Well, Mike, Mike asked me, what does cut mean? I, <laughs> I, mean, um, I said it in Gamora. Cut an album on a farm. You got to listen to the lyrics. <laughs> now, all right, here's the... How about this one? Yeah, I'm in the mood to fuck simply because I'm horny. That yeah, that's how you get the kids in the door. That's I just of, say- it's more of a raunchy... Yours is more cuisine oriented mm-hmm. well lunch starts with an l too which is love and mm. lunch start with an l yeah but the and vowel then, and sounds hungry and vowel i'm in the mood work. for love mm-hmm. simply lunch. because you're near me i'm in the mood for lust simply because i'm hoarding jeff i that's I, it that's it that's and that's the song jeff Write this shit down. <laughs> but before you do that, give us, your, give us what you're going to say, Jeff. No, you've been, you've been stalling that, on oh, this thing now, for the last 20 minutes. No, I got one more funny aside. Okay. I just slapped this leather couch cushion, yeah. and it reminded me of our, we had a little uh, pool in our in the backyard of our old house. There was just basically a big bag of water. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> Jeff used to be like, yeah, we love this pool, and slap it. and it was, Just like a slap slap, and it would jiggle. It was like, it was uncomfortable to watch because it jiggled in a human way. Like, he was like, hey, sugar. It would be it would be like slapping a pachyderm. Yeah. You know, it would, it would, it would ripple just so. Like, yeah, this old pool is done as well this summer. Smack, smack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, tell us your fucking thing. All right, here's the funny food. No, I thought it was going to be funny. Like, well, it's charming. So, <laughs> we're, we're cutting Gardens of Gomorrah. Mm. Banger. Banger. Big time banger. Yeah. Hotly anticipated. Yeah. And Good we're like, these drums got to sound big, like rockish, but dancey. Maybe even a little hip-hop, let's say. And we got the space and the drums to set up a whole nother drum situation in the middle of the room. And what does... It's a huge room. What did you put, put a... F- Ten feet. Couple, you can fit... A couple three, yards of a football field in here. You can fit three fire engines It's like a gymnasium. In here. Yeah. But it's all carpeted and nice. You can barely... Three what? Hit it. Fire trucks? Fire engines. I bet you could. Yeah. Ladders. Yep. Anyway, so we pull up another kick drum to the center of the room. And Mark fucking pulls up the bass amp, the bass cabinet... Yeah. Mike's the bass sends it right to the cabinet next to it so that it creates like an 808-ish feedback. Yeah. Every time I hit it, it goes... And then we mic the room. So we're getting the size of this whole thing. Yeah. So we're, we're taking a big old kick drum... And we're oh, kind that's of like, what was happening. The, the the amp was shooting the sound right back into the microphone, which was picking a yeah, which is giving just giving it more of a tail. Yeah, a little bit of a feedback. And then and then you it, would think. but it took time. That not only did we not know how to do this, mm-hmm. never thought of it. Like even these guys, I was bef- before you thought Money Mark said it. I was thinking it, and I wanted to just let him have his moment. Yeah, but it took these guys. 20 minutes, 10 minutes to like 
massage where the mic's got to go. Oh, there's a little hum. Can we knock that out? Yeah. Oh, can we bring in another EQ pedal to further massage it? Yeah. And then once it's finally ready to go, we sing our dipshit songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, that the is amount of engineering that, that you create this beautiful pyramid of all this work and then up at the tippy top yeah. we sing about There's our dumb a shit a lot of people using a lot of very high-tech machinery to produce some a bozo music but a funny part about that once we had the drum thing set up uh uh mark was like okay jeff start playing your beat and then we we're they were kind of like dialing it in on the neve you know yeah so they fine-tuned it here with the drum and the mics and then they go in the control room and they're still fine-tuning yeah they were t very fine-tuning but they and they needed jeff to keep playing so and they were recording <laughs> too so jeff was no exaggeration 40 minutes playing a beat you think that was 40 minutes I said no exaggeration, yeah, so no, that I means know. it could Shit. be more. What do you think yet? <laughs> no, off pod, I'll yeah. it was probably like 23 minutes. Still, I'd say 23. I'd say that, that's a nice, that's a Jordan. Long-ass time. Um, and really just no one ever told Jeff to stop. He just kept going. <laughs> uh, played the same, what was it? Boom, boom, pa. Boom, pa. Boom, boom, pa. Boom, pa, 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 pa. Yeah. Pa, uh, Tim, I would like Jeff. That was a great answer. Tim, I'd like to throw it to you. What surprised you so far in this process? Um, I have one too. I just thought of. Here's. Uh, can I answer instead of saying what surprised me? Can I just say something I thought was cool? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> um, I just. I'm just. I'm, I'm you guys give, to actually, I'm going to go the exact opposite, which was is instead of surprise me. Well, maybe it was surprising how expected to be. It's something you surprised everyone else with. But in the same way that 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 drum weirdo drum setup is a very money mark thing to do. Yeah, you know. So it was like surprising while he's doing it. Then you hear it and you're like, "Well, that's what that guy does." There you go. You got the we instead of wizardry. Instead of being a wannabe money mark or hiring a wannabe money mark, we got the real article right there. It's mm -hmm. the guy. He's he's quoting himself. He's referencing his own himself. So I thought the same thing. We were working on King Bitch, and it's a dance song. And we were like, you know what would be cool on a dance song is some like arpeggiated uh, mm. uh, synth stuff. Mark gets out, what is it, an arp? Or what? No, there's a Voyager. What? Yeah, yeah, Voyager. And then holds a big fat chord and goes, and, and it, it, it's... it's that was uh, on the Roland, I believe. Huh? I think that was on the Roland. Roland. It goes, you know, he plays a big wide two-handed chord so that it's going to run arpeggios octaves up and down the uh, the keyboard. So when you hear that song in here, that's two big fat uh, hands. But it's like that thing where it's like you play with that toy and it sounds cool. But then when you actually you dial in the BPM so it's going to match the song, you're actually doing it and you hear how much, especially that song... It's weird to play. We played that song, and you're. It's just like boom, 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 boom. It's boring yeah. as fuck. So to add some something as dynamic as that, yeah, it was both like, oh shit, this is cool, and then I was like, oh, yeah, no shit, it's cool. It's money mark. Yeah. He, he wakes up yeah, and he does yeah. that for breakfast. Right. Also, that keyboard doesn't have a native click to it or a native ARP to it. They, they the took dial. our project click and somehow fed it into the machine. Yeah. To make it do that. You guys were talking about that yesterday. And I didn't, still didn't get it. We, uh, so, like when somebody told me that that uh, synthesizer was uh, um, analog, yeah. I couldn't get my head around how an electronic thing could be analog. 
I'll, after this pot, I'll pull apart the circuits and kind of show you. I'll solder, <laughs> solder a few things. In. <laughs> but, it's okay. Uh, we're just showing Mike. <laughs> and then Mike's, he's learning. He's um, wanted to learn. The other cool thing was then Mark showed us the thing to do that then Jeff and I did where yeah. I was I was holding a chord. Uh, you were playing the song, a couple of chords. Yeah, I was playing the song, and then Jeff is twisting a knob up and down, up and down to create that other sound that's like... Yeah, there was there was an octave, there was like an octave knob where you could go like, what is it, like three octaves down, three octaves up, mm-hmm. and we were just kind of winding it back and forth in time. Something that you could do if you had enough hands, but in this case, it takes two dudes. Yeah, and that's it's fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then we it was, we were going to the beat, and we were kind of wiggling our hips because started naturally. Oh yeah, yeah, doing a little dance to it. But that's yeah, there may be fun. some video of that that'll pop its way out. On the I simply net. hope so. Another funny team uh, teamwork moment was on that cool arpeggiator. Mark asked me to call out the chords. He, he didn't <laughs> oh, know how the, the song best. went. This is the best. <laughs> so yeah. He said, "Just tell me the chords." Like, I was I'll like, play it. You just I, tell me the chords as they come. But so so I had to, you know, like. I feel like I'm used to like teaching you guys a song. I'll say the chord on the one. Like I'm playing it up. I say F and then I move to G or G. But I had to say the chords like, you know, like two beats before the chord. And it's it kind of like in Guitar Hero. Like you see the next note coming at you. Yeah. yeah. And it was scary. I was scared. <laughs> I mean, if you see the video. Well, that, that arpeggio, like the sound was like, yeah. kind of gives you some stress. It's, it like, it's, a, it's an anxiety driving. I felt thing. like I was in a sci fi movie. Also, there was already other stuff on that track. So it was like, I felt like I was like riding on a train. It was like, <laughs> that was great. The thing, trains. The thing that surprised me uh, in a good way was, you know, every time like you, you know, when you're working at home on your garage band or something on your computer and you're plugging things in, it's like, why doesn't this fucking microphone all of a sudden not work? It worked two seconds ago, but now I plugged it in. Yep. Even here with the pros and this, all this beautiful equipment happens all the time. You pull something yeah. out and plug it back in, and it doesn't work. I don't just if you're an engineer, your job is troubleshooting. It's like this knob, no, this knob, no, this you pull this wire yeah. cable in, put that one in, and these guys run through it. Like I've seen Ram do that a hundred times, where it just goes like, bip, 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 bip. oh, it was this, yeah. But I feel like oh, there us, must be the system, like if something's not working, you check, 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 they go yeah, down you just, the chain or something. Well, instead of wonder, I mean, he'll yeah, look at the lines, but he just checks. <laughs> I them look all. at my I've, equipment I've seen, and wonder, <laughs> just wonder, I've done that. I've seen, like, I saw you, yeah, something was wrong with your amp, you tried one thing, you just stood there, like, <laughs> I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Like, could someone come down here and help me? A few times, though. but it is a few uh, times. It's been I'm, I got to plug in the uh, cord a little oh, harder. Yeah, there was that one time you weren't quite that one time, and then but in. then that happened yesterday, and then it happened again yesterday. Ugh. And uh, but I didn't tell anyone it was out. I just popped it back. And in. it was like, hey, it's working. As I was working, he's like, "What happened?" I was like, oh, "I just kind of uh, twisted something." <laughs> um, but reass- I was like, "No, it's something you did, probably." It is reassuring, though, uh, how. That's just a problem. That's that's what that's, I'm saying. That's, that's just the reality of it. Right. Like so, when things are going in wrong in my bedroom, and I'm like, oh, I've been wrestling for half an hour. I've got anything <laughs> fucking done. Jeff, let's stick to the album, please. <laughs> hey, listen, we don't want to talk about after hours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sloppy boys after dark. Folks, he keeps his uh, he keeps his music stuff in his after bedroom. That is dark. what he's referring to. That's. We, um, you should do an episode of this show called uh, Jeff's Boudoir, and it's kind of a sexy. Yeah, get some of the delightfuls in here. Yeah, delights, delights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The delightfuls are the turkey burgers. <laughs> and you can't be confusing those, Jeff. Do you ever cook up some delightfuls for the delights? Yeah, of course they love it. Yeah, they they subsist on that stuff. <laughs> hmm. Well, you gonna say something? Were you not? No. 
Well, how about we? Uh, well, oh, Big Bang Bopper, you throw. I was gonna. You want to? Do you want to take a little break when we come back? Maybe? I'd love to take a break. Do you guys feel good about taking a break? Well, I feel great. I think we should come back and talk to Money Mark for a little bit. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, folks, we're gonna come back in a little bit. <laughs> how does he do? It? It's I'm amazing very, to see. I'm it. very tired. Hey, folks. Okay, we're gonna come back. To, we're gonna we're gonna sit in. We got Money Mark coming in. We're gonna talk to him about what it's like working with these two crazy guys. Because I know he's got stories about you. I'm sure <laughs> dealing with you two. I see you every once in a while on the podcast, and you two are a handful. I can't imagine spending a week with you at the Sonic Ranch, folks. We'll be right back. <laughs> Great. Hey folks, welcome back to the Sloppy Boys blowing out the Big Hat Bobber. Sitting here, of course, with Big Purple P and the T-Man. And as promised, we got Money Mark sitting on the couch with us right in front of me. I can't believe it. Mark, how are you doing? Woohoo! Welcome <laughs> to the pod, Mark. Yeah. The producer extraordinaire. Yippee-yo, yippee Out here in West Texas. He turned into a pecan farmer. Yeah. <laughs> It'll happen. Didn't take long. He stepped out of the car and said, I, this is the life for me. Yeah. Um, Mark, we were just talking about your bass drum trick with the with the bass amp. Where um, is, is this a thing you've done before? Well, no, but no. I mean, yes, I have done it before, but it was in lieu of like having your whole drum kit coming through a PA. Because mm-hmm. you know, you play a gig and they put a microphone in your in mm-hmm. your kick drum and it comes through the PA. Big sound. So we just kind of, yeah, we just did a little mini version of that. Put the mic on the kick drum and go to a bass cabinet. So I mean, it, in a big room, it kind of that's a little um, oomph to it. And but also, like, it dirties it up a little bit. And when we were fine-tuning it, there was a moment where you were kind of winding the volume every time I would kick. Yeah, you could create a, ry- a rhythm with the feedback. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That was sick. That's it was fun. Cool. It, it, yeah, it sounded very, uh, what was it, 808s? Very cool. Yeah. And heartbreak. And heartbreak. What about, like... Uh, the we were just kind of lamenting how much trouble we have playing to a click. Do you think we should be ashamed of that, or is that a problem for many great musicians? I don't know. When you're in school, you got to follow along, right? The teachers like yeah. And so you guys are probably not the kind of guys who are following. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you play to a click? Can you like? Yeah, sit of down? course. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. after all this time, I realized it's going to affect my bank account if I can't play the click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go and I'll get to it. Like, I'll go to the bank and deposit money. And they're like, if you can play this click for 10 minutes. It's- yeah, your interest rate is the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe this is probably the root of all of our financial woes, is our <laughs> yeah. ability to play to a click. I just don't understand I how it gets me every time because... For those who don't know, the click track, you're, you're listening to your earphones, it's like a metronome sound, so it goes, it's a louder, uh, higher click on the one, it goes, and so I, I feel like I can play on beat, and then I'm getting lost in the song, and then And then you stop, and then you I, hear that the click is like off. And I know I notice that that one is elsewhere. I feel like I'm I'm the correct rhythm, but at some point, oh. some point. I skipped. A little beat in and, there. and the purpose of the click is so that in editing, there's a consistent. Uh, uh, what is it? Well, the, the, the tempo is consistent throughout the whole song, so that you know maybe the opportunity of a remix is it's easier for a person to chop up a song, right? When it's yeah, on a grid like thing. But the trick of the click playing to the click is the to click like play and also have a human feel at the same time. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that um, really good players will play. Like, well, let's say a drummer. It's really good. I, I think playing slow songs is the hardest 
Uh, so because that time between a click between a one is like spaced out mm, and right. you're playing a slow song and so the movements have to I mean it's really tricky to play a slow song yeah. on drums uh, and if you take a drummer who's really good and you, and you put it on on the computer and you can see the, um, the where the peaks are they're right on yeah 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 like the increments are perfect between each peak <laughs> as if there was a click happening so um, Must be nice. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a, that's a, that's an art right there. Um, Mark, have you, have you been, you hadn't been here before, right? Sonic Ranch? No, I hadn't. No. Have you ever recorded anything in this type of setting where you're in a, uh, away from people and you live there and you can see other bands in different studios? Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, for sure. There, in, in Rio, there was a beautiful studio, studio back in the day, AR, and I, um, Georgie Ben was downstairs. Wow. And some other heavyweight Brazilian, Marie, Marisa Montes, uh, Monte was in another room. And uh, there's a few studios that are that are like that. Uh, even in Los Angeles, like there's a sunset sound. Like if you're in room three, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, there's like where um, Van Halen made their record. They took over three, but then in two, there's like another whole like, you know, some other iconic yeah. band playing there. and. I've noticed here there's some other good bands playing, bigger bands, and I'll notice when you leave the studio, you'll kind of put your collar up, put a fake mustache, and a, <laughs> pull your hat down low and scoot off away in the shadows. Yeah. Like, and they'll be like, hey, stranger, could you come lay down some keyboards? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know these people. I don't, I've never met these sloppy boys before in my life. I don't like this. I don't know what this is. I'm yeah. in the wrong place. Did you guys see Chris Robinson in the foyer? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you you went and laid down some uh, weirdo keyboard freakout stuff for Texas Gentleman. Yeah. Oh yeah, Texas Gentleman. Yeah. They're like fans. Like that night we rolled in, I, we didn't know who they were, right? Uh -huh. and right. The one kid was like, um, "Oh, you're Money Mark. Right? Oh, I love your first record. That Mark's keyboard. It just blew me." But I didn't know he was one of the artists recording right. there. I yeah, thought he yeah. was just maybe. Uh, Some kid of the street, village idiot. An, engin an engineer, <laughs> econ know. fan. A lot of, uh, a lot. I mean, engineers know. Sure, they're yeah, really of good. They know a lot of music because they're engineers, and they yeah, yeah, yeah. Like know what you're doing. Blend in with a band that they're working with, but so, uh, so yeah. I didn't know. So I ended up working, doing an overdub over there at their studio. How much when you're just uh, popping in to do a little sit-in like that? Uh, uh, how many times do they play you the track? Oh well, I always just tell them to have it ready. Mm -hmm. And then I don't want to hear it, and then just press record. You just want to feel yeah, it. Just go, yeah. That's cool. The first time you're hearing is when you your hands are on the keyboard. The first time I'm hearing it is when it's being recorded. Yeah. Wow. Every time. I bet you Jay Z does that too. When he plays I kind of like the idea of like for me things. Uh, if if it's too like pristine and too kind of like uh, uh -huh. premeditated, it's gonna kill my. It's just gonna kill the. Uh, I don't want to say that the spontaneity is the thing, but for me, maybe it is. Yeah. 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 Because my hands will already just do something, so I don't have to worry about that. Whereas another person, maybe that's what they're, um, you know, that's what they need. Yeah. To, uh, what they need to do right is to get the notes right. So they want to kind of pre. They're too much it. brain, not enough right. heart. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Well, you're also but, you're not just playing the 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 keys. You're messing with knobs and stuff. So there's surprises happening to you, and then you're adapting to them as the mo like the timing of that shit. So you're. It's like, an what? all improv, yeah. With all the Beastie Boy stuff, I think ninety percent of it was let's just jam out and play, uh, and then. Um, 
mind for it later. I, I got a good and question record all for that. You. So like record the yeah. Jam so when then... I did, I did four passes, and it was probably uh, it was like a, maybe a th- uh, minute and a half section that they needed. Uh-huh. So it lasted five minutes, you know, and I'm yeah, in yeah. and out of there. And then they can edit later. I don't even know what I played. Right, right. I got a hard hitting <laughs> question for you, Mark. Yeah. Tomorrow is the 30th anniversary of Check Your Head. Damn, dude. Technically, right now, yes. Technically, right now. This is the album where the BC Boys started playing their own instruments, is it not? Yeah, yeah. That's a trick question, but they played their instruments before they made License to Ill and Paul's Boutique. Right. But they weren't like they weren't great like, on Mojo. Yeah, they weren't big sellers. But they also didn't play their instruments in this other way, where the other music that they loved, R and B and soul and blues, and they didn't play any of that stuff. They were my, more like my, a punk band. My question right? for you: just a punk, hardcore, speed. You know, metal, whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah. My question for you, Mark, is which trio of boys is better at was better at their Ooh. instruments? Oh wow! Interesting. Uh, and and, and, Be and Beasties thirty years ago. Well, my bank account says. Oh, boy. <laughs> you keep coming back to the bank Let's account. Let's get the bank well, account. Let's forget out about of this. the bank account. <laughs> well, Jesus, so money, I see why it's money, money mark. mark. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> the guy loves the those. But no, I mean, you feel free to lie and flatter us, whatever you want to do. <laughs> um, no, well, I mean, there's a, well, I can't answer. It. Like I say. I'll say that, you know, they're really, uh, um, that story I told you about Mick Jagger, like the, the head, the heart. <laughs> yeah, and the, we that. Like, we if it. you just have that, then it doesn't really matter what notes you play. And okay, all, all the bands at the very top will tell you that. And then there's, I've seen uh, Herbie Hancock um, doing that master class that they do, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. he'll say the same thing. He'll just say like, look, where my hands are going, yeah, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. what your intention is, mm-hmm. is really the main, the main thing. That is a like, very generous answer to my question. <laughs> okay. Here's yeah. the thing. My answer to I'm it, I say pro, this. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I lifted that out of a, an old Rolling Stone, um, some like, Jim Keltner talking about it or something. I think that there's only 12 notes, right? We're all playing with the same 12 notes in the Western scale. Right. Thank you. And it's all how, it's, it's just what we do with them. Maybe you know the sloppy boys might be like geniuses in our own way well, we talked about the solo i played today probably six notes i you know i soul all it was was soul <laughs> i feel like we're having a lot of fun we're not no one's doing any any uh flashy um instrumentation but in the, the like swapping no, the no. guitars and swa- <laughs> no no certainly not <laughs> but there's still so many choices to be made between how you're miking a thing and which guitar you're using and stuff like that. Textural choices that are still, even you can make a power chord sound like a good power chord or a bad power chord. And that's where we're having and, fun. And, and it does feel like on this one, the production is more of a, is an instrument or is. Yeah. Oh, studio sure. is an instrument in this sense. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like exponentially more than in the past for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you take a person like, uh, let's say Stevie wonder, great songwriter, great performer, Played all the instruments, mm-hmm. then using the studio as another kind of you know uh, method of expression, or exactly. Yeah. So all told, you know, put it together and you come up with something masterful. Uh, who who are you listening to, Mark, these days? That's uh, like pop music that you think is interesting. Uh, oh well, uh, all music is interesting sure. to me for certain sure. things. You know, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, in, in New York City, there was a, a building called the Brill Building, and there was a lot of songwriters mm-hmm. that came out of there, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Tin Pan was, Alley? Yeah, yeah. Near, near Tin Pan Alley. Fuck! And there was a, um, you know, <laughs> there was one. a um, 
there, there was a style of, of songwriting and it created this classic structure. Yeah. So if you think of songs as a, with architecture, this is how I think of those kinds of songs. Mm-hmm. When you think of hip hop songs, it's a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. Taking a sample from a pre-existing sound on a record, you know. So um, to... What was the exact question? I want to answer it exactly. Well, who, I, I asked just what, to? Uh, like, my, you know, yeah. So when I'm listening, to, like, I'm listening for things. So sometimes I don't. I, I think some song is kind of shitty, uh-huh. but there's something good about it. Like people like it for some reason. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to get to. Like, there's also like a movie, right? I don't really care for that movie, but the freaking cinematography was amazing. Yeah. Right. Right. right, right. Or that one actor was amazing. So there's always something good. So it's one of those things where. If a lot of those pieces are, you know, in my mind, just mm-hmm. my taste, are fitting together, then it's like going to be like really good. So, things I'm listening to, I'm I'm open to listening to everything. And now we have streaming, so it's like kind of easier to yeah, discover yeah. the basic, to yeah, the access to it. And I don't fuck with the algorithms. Uh, I think that's part of the answer to your questions. Like I don't fuck with. It. I still like get uh, word of mouth, like people telling me something that they yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a long list of what those are. And then recently I found, uh, I'm not trying to prop up any anybody, but I, I um, saw, um, well, there's a lot of reissues too. Like and mm-hmm. if you consider that, that those are new to you. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. There's, there's all these uh, um, African, you know, psych bands that are yeah. really amazing. Damn. We got to yeah. listen to more African psych bands. But then there's also like the B-sides of those Brill Building people, you know, like uh, Carly Simon. And, like, I mean, I don't know yeah, all of her songs. too much damn music, wouldn't you say? <laughs> there's really too much to listen to. It's funny to. that you don't, you don't uh, like, I listen to some new music, but it's funny. It's like if you don't want to, you simply don't need yeah, to. Yeah. It just goes on forever. Like you're saying, it's like you if you're a big fan of like Carol King or something like that, it's like... You just go forever. That's the stuff she wrote. There's the stuff she recorded. Yeah. There's live stuff, and it's all we got at all. Jesus Because yeah. I want to hear it all, and I just, I just get so frustrated. I would never will. Yeah. And you know what's <laughs> weird is her the number one pop hit right now is one of her old songs. Yeah. Really? No, I'm lying. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, let me say that um, the, um, the record of um, Joni Mitchell, Blue, that, mm-hmm. it, that was a number oh, shit. one. Yeah. That was a number one last year. Really? 50-year-old record. Yeah, I was just talking about it. We were just talking about things going or platinum or, or because it has it was a piano record, like or it's like these simple songs. Oh, was, was yeah. it? And it's just so freaking beautiful. But can you believe after all these decades, people didn't recognize that when it came out at the time? It was kind of like ah, that's that's yeah, one of her like throwaway records. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, fulfillment. You know, she needed a contractual fulfillment mm. record or something. Yeah. But then it turns out that that's like she wasn't really just like throwing songs together. To, to you know, just to turn something in, mm-hmm. she that was her art, you know. Yeah. Like, and it was like didn't get recognized Not in a mass way. In its time, yeah, yeah. Um, have you heard uh, Van Morrison's old from the '60s contractual obligation album? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's got like blow your nose, nose your blow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it's funny. It was and then Zappa Rundin. made a couple. Make oh, yeah. Zappa made one. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't, uh, uh, Wait, Neil is this Young your contractual had... obligation? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're looking at it, baby. You're in it. Didn't Neil Young had to do that too? He put out some. Like, oh yeah, because they were like fifties. He put out that he, kind of uh, futuristic album, and then his label was like, "You have to make a rock album." So he did a throwback to fifties one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, the synth one. What's it called? Like Trans Am or something? Yeah. yeah. What's uh, this? Is a people have been talking all week here. I keep hearing people saying record. Is there a difference between a record and an album? 
A record is a recording. Recording. Yeah, so let's go make some records. Yeah. If you say you make an album, you're making a collection of records. Right. And like at the Grammys, the record is, what's the difference? The best song goes to the songwriter? And uh, well, there's one for the producer. I guess that's the best uh, album or something. Right, uh -huh. right. Produce the collection. Damn. And then the best record goes to songwriter. Of one song. Uh, yeah, I guess the best album goes to engineers and producer and then... What, uh, one what of those. category like, do you expect us to be in with this album? Um, this record. Is there a raspberry for... Uh, hey! <laughs> Come on now! Well, well, some of our humor has run off. Well, we're running out of time here on the blow. Hey, fruits, fruits are good for you. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Especially golden ones, yeah. Um, well, it, like, you know, there's super famous bands who sell millions of records that get the raspberry, right? Right, yeah. right. And yeah. there are some small bands that don't have a lot of fans and they get some of the highest awards. <laughs> and they're not <laughs> making the shit for money. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, so the world's upside down. Yeah, it's crazy. And you guys are in between. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. they're all crazy out there. We're doing good in here. Whatever we're doing is right. We're never leaving the ranch, Mark. Yeah. Love you're the ranch. Staying. You're, you're staying too. To yeah, yeah. Gonna, you we'll don't have off. a nut allergy, do you? <laughs> Look, I'll develop one. We're slashing the tires in Robert's car. We ain't going back to El Paso. <laughs> okay, we're out of the oh, farm for yeah. good. Oh, that was that wasn't you that slashed those tires. <laughs> yeah, and there's no other way back. It's the only uh, that's the only car out here. So yeah, well we're that's why we're in Tornillo. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like it. I'll live off pecans. I'm happy. Tornillo. If I keep hearing, it's going to be a, a difficult, heat-filled summer, and I'm not looking forward to that. But that's for maybe another podcast. Oh, yeah. But so, yeah, okay. You yeah, <laughs> you guys are having fun. I'm having a great having time. A blast. I mean, if you weren't having fun, you wouldn't do it, and I wouldn't do it either. I'm so. having the best time. This is so truly fun. best week of my life, best. most fun ever. And the fun, the um, kind of what you're doing when you kind of create the when you create this kind of art, which is electronic art, if you ask me, it's like two with a lot of electronics, digital. Somehow, fucking comes through like the, your soul, your vibe, your. You're having fun, and it comes through into the recording. So. The head, the heart, oh, and the crotch. Yeah, yeah. The crotch comes right out of that recording, and then the little heart and head behind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Right. <laughs> if you keep looking for it. Yeah. I'm sitting next to you, man. It's like <laughs> it's too much crotch talk. <laughs> I don't know if that's sexy or, or anyway. It's not sexy. I'll tell you that. Um, that's I. I take it as a compliment, guys. We're having the fun is coming through. Yeah. The Pro Tools. That 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 makes me happy. Here we're having a blast out here, Mark. Thank you for being on the pod. Yeah, buddy. Thanks for having me. And let's and, get uh, yeah. let's get back into it. We got to record a song tonight. Yeah, we're halfway through. This is the halfway point, right? Yeah. Off we yes. go. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the album. Hey, thank thanks. You. Th yes, thank you. Thank Triple you. Triple platinum. Can you yourselves? That? Yeah. Crazy. Now we're, we're, we're living in two different planes here. Th <laughs> yeah. We're making the album, but it's out. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. That should be a song, Neo. <laughs> Bye, folks. Bye, folks. Bye, folks. Thanks for listening. We love you all, and see you next time on the Sloppy Boys Blowout. <laughs> That's Perfect. it. Perfect. Great. Thanks, Mark. That's yeah, great. Man. You, this, you're our first guest on this show. Oh, yeah? Okay. You guys should have more guests. Give it up for your boys. Give it up for your boys.